Today's episode of the Not That Great Podcast can be found where they're always found. Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and TuneIn Radio. Um, and follow us on the interwebs at Not That Great Pod on Twitter and Instagram, uh, notthatgreatpod.com, facebook.com slash notthatgreatpod uh, is where we'd be putting all our stuff. It's where I post all the episodes and you listen to them in theory. Well, hopefully you listen to them. Hopefully you're listening to this. It is Monday after the NFL draft. I am in Los Angeles, California. Um, and But I could not ignore the, you know, going back over the half mock draft that me and uh, Tommy Brogan did. He's on the program today. And we got a lot wrong. We got a couple things right, but a lot wrong. Uh, and we're going to do some, instead of just talking, talking, talking for hours about um, the entire draft, we're going to do some draft awards. Uh, best draft, worst draft, best pick, biggest surprise, and the most confusing trade. There are quite a few um, going down. So we're going to talk about a couple of those. And then we're probably going to talk about the Eagles and the Patriots, which is a uh, staple of this podcast, basically. So me and Tommy Brogan, probably about an hour. Uh, Moose not in the house today. She's back in New Hampshire. And again, I'm in Los Angeles. And this is not that great. Let's go. Make it a double. I can take it another. Get so hard to chase it. Live up to. Yeah, it slides away when you're running. Like my Uncle David, who never lived to escape it. The trouble you were about to cave in. Give up to talking in your basement. We Alright, Tommy Rogan is here. Uh, not here, here, but he is in a parking lot somewhere back in Massachusetts. Um, I am lying on a floor in a bedroom in Los Angeles. And we're going to talk about... First, we're going to compare how we did... In our mock drafts, and I'm gonna spoiler alert: it's terrible, uh, at least on my end. And then we're gonna give out some uh, some draft awards. So, uh, Tommy, I really, 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 even up to the last minute, hoped that Saquon Barkley would go to the Browns. I hope they would do the right thing. They pull a total switch. They take Baker number one. Did you have that? No, I yeah. did not. Oh yeah, because you're a human being and that's alive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. Oh, God. yeah, I don't understand that because he was certainly, if they really wanted him, he was certainly there at four because they got him, I mean, because they got him at, they got him at four, so he was certainly going to be there. Oh, I'm sorry, they got him at one, but we had him projected at five. Most people had him projected yeah, in the you had him at five, five to ten. I had him at seven. Yeah, I mean, and we're not even experts, but he would have been there, and we, that's that's pretty sure, right? Right, yeah. Right, okay, so, um, so just by way of comparison and just looking really quickly... Um, I'm going to guess that you got more right than me, <laughs> but who even knows? Oh, dear. I don't even know. The safest pick we had, was, I had, was Quint. We both had it. It was Quentin Nelson to the Bears, and that shit didn't even happen. Yeah. Yeah. He went uh, went two picks earlier than we had him. We both had him to the Bears, right? We also both had uh, the Colts getting Roquan Smith. But they got Nelson instead. Yeah. So, um, so all in yeah, all, we were we out. were both pretty terrible. Um, and the yeah. but for me, the thing that was most noticeable was that there were so many people drafted. Who the hell is Colton Miller? Did he even come up on any of my Colton research? Miller, who the hell is? 
Cole hey, Miller ahead. is actually an animal of a run blocker. I have so later on in the podcast we're doing what we think was the best value pick throughout the draft, uh, throughout the first round, and I actually have him on my short list. Okay, Colton Miller. Well, we'll, he, we'll get into that a little bit later, but this is t- he's a he's a big boy. I'm right. gonna say that. he's a great, he's an offensive tackle. They really need it because they ha- did have some injuries last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he'll be fun to he'll be fun to talk about. All right, um, I did get uh, one thing right, uh, and is that the that the Tampa Bay Bucks would trade um, at seven, but they didn't trade up as I thought they would. They traded down, um, kind of like the way I predicted. Right? Yeah. Nice job. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't think that I didn't think Saquon was going to to the Giants. I thought they would certainly get Darnold if Saquon was going to go number one. Um, so all in all, we are, we should keep our, our day jobs and night jobs, but, um, (laughs) it was still fun. All right. So let's go in reverse order of, um, coolness as they do on most award shows. Uh, and we'll start with what we thought was the most confusing trade and you can go ahead and go first. What I felt, well, just based off how everything came out and looking at everything as a whole, I feel like the most confusing thing was that if the Browns, it was actually lack of trade. If the Browns wanted a D back there, they easily could have traded back a few picks and still been able to take a D back of a good quality. Right. And yeah. they, instead, they still took, I mean, he's a good player. I mean, Denzel's a good player. I'm not saying right. not. But yeah. you kind of got him later. There wasn't very many teams behind him that were really looking for D back help. No, maybe the you, Niners, but like. But you can trade back, and if you're just going by the guys that were taken in the first round. They could have traded back for Fitzpatrick. For 11. They could have traded yeah. back for Derwin James. They could have traded back for Jair Alexander. All these guys are here if they're at 11, right? So, right, yeah. So, and even a couple of guys that aren't, weren't as talked about, Hughes and Edmonds. But I just don't, yeah, I didn't understand. How did they, do you think that they botched one and four? I think they did. I don't think that they, I don't, I think that, I don't think they botched it because they did get good players and they did feel need, field needs that they had. But they didn't get the but they didn't get the best players. Value for their pick. Sure. Like if they took Sam Darnold number one, that would have been a value pick. That would have been a preemptive number one. I think Baker's a fourth pick, and we think that sucks because he went number one because he. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a good pick. It's yeah. Just for the number one overall, like right. really. When I mean most kind of like like that kind of feel. Well, the most like uh, experts, or whatever they have him, they had Baker as you know the fourth and you know highest third, lowest maybe fifth or sixth best mm. quarterback in yep. the draft. And the thing that really <clears throat> made me kind of is like turn my nose up this a little bit is the comparisons to Johnny Manziel. And if he turns out to be any bit like him, or I just don't understand why you would want to even attract that skepticism based on that part of your past. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, based off value, yeah, he's not, he wasn't the best, he wasn't the best quarterback in the draft, but in the draft, you have to get what you need and what's going to fit your system. I mean, this is what the Patriots do. The, the Patriots do that the best than anyone, and they are also the most frustrating team to watch draft. Yeah, we can talk about that about. later for sure, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if they try to fit, like, how their scheme is going to go 
and in terms of what's needed by their team and how gauging yeah. who's going to be the most successful. Right. Then Baker was probably in their top ten, and they could. I, I said it. Uh, I think I said it on our podcast last a uh, couple weeks ago, but I don't remember. Either way, I think they're going to be using Tyrod Taylor as a way to develop an offense that's going to be able to plug in Baker, and you won't lose much. Okay. My only my like, only cons- my only concern with that is if you, you're talking about plugging someone into a system, um, it's like the the Browns system. Like, what about the right, Browns well, system? Getting someone in there makes you makes anyone think that like, oh man, we've 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 been running this system, whatever it may be, and we've just been missing decent players. I don't think that's the case. I think the system is broken. You've had plenty of decent players come through the Browns. That may have been probably may have been better on other teams if the system wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like when some of your friend goes every time, like tell me, you know, like every time I go to the restaurant, I have a terrible time. And it's like, what's the what's the most common thing about that about that experience? It's the person that goes every time, not the restaurants being terrible. Do you know what I'm saying? Kind of. All right, so I think that the system in Cleveland is broken, and I think that I think that to. To have this, I think that to say like, um, let's just oh, get guys who fit our current. Let's get guys who fit our current system. Okay, so if they're if they're creating well, a new I, system, then of course. Okay. Because I mean, they have a, a new quarterback. They basically they didn't know what they had last year. Yeah. Uh, the defense wasn't bad, but like they just didn't have. A, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing offensively. Sure. And so no, you trade for Tyrod Taylor. You trade for Tyrod Taylor. You trade for Jarvis Landry. You sign Carlos Hyde. And then mm-hmm. you have a new look offense, so you need to put something together. You have new puzzle pieces, which means you need a new puzzle. You don't create a system. You don't make players fit the system. You make a system to fit the players. Right. So I think with the new players, they're going to be creating a new system, possibly with allowing for a little bit more of a mobile quarterback. And I think if you let Tyrod kind of work out the kinks as a veteran quarterback until everything starts moving, because they, they, Baker's the future of the franchise in their eyes. Okay. Get it tailored for him. Basically, basically they're trying to make a custom shoe for Baker Mayfield, and Tyrod Taylor is the next closest foot that kind of seems like the one that's going to fit. So they're right. using Tyrod Taylor as a model to build the offense. Okay, that's fine. I'm I'm just like, you know, I just don't want them to. I don't really care what they do because I'm not a fucking Browns fan, but I just don't want them to fall into just being like, all right, we hear these guys again. Let's just keep doing what we do. We got better players. It's like, no, you need the better system. Do you know what I mean? So if this is going to be right, this, yeah. the system restart or a reboot or whatever, then I'm cool with that. Um, That's what I feel like. All right, good. Um, and of course, again, we are experts, so they'll definitely do that. I, um, I did not understand uh, the Saints tr- uh, trading uh, so much for uh, Marcus Davenport, and I, th- I feel like we had him high. We had him at nine. Okay. But I, I just don't – this is, again, this is the same thing. The defensive ends were fairly deep, and I think that if they were – I don't know where they were sitting initially. Um, do you remember where they were? I'm trying to figure this out real quick, but I thought uh, they were in the 27 or something like that. The, them originally? Yeah, I think they were in 27. So they were at 27. They traded three picks, including their first rounder next year to go to – they sent all that to the Packers to go get Davenport when they there was... They like their DNs. I mean, yeah. they, they, they do like them. 
fine, I guess. I just don't think that... I think that so few... You know, we only had, what, three or four ends go in the first round? Defensive ends? A couple tackles, couple ends. Um, But I think that there was... I think there was was plenty at that... um, That would have been there at 27. Uh, Fucking Taven Bryan went at 29. Two DNs, three tackles. Right, so Taven Bryan went at 29... Um, and we had him, yeah, but still, I mean, if they're looking for defensive line help overall, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I guess and no, I mean, if they think, feel like they want to get around the corners on this division that they play in, they play in the NFC South Yeah. and they have to go with the likes of Cam Newton and they have to go with the likes of, uh, Matt Ryan and whatever other fucking team plays in the NFC South that I can't think of right now. The fact, well, that you're not, uh, the fact that you're not remembering that team means they're probably really good. Um, I know, and I'm staring at the draft order, and I still can't figure it out. But <laughs> um, I don't know, but I still think that three picks is too much. And he's raw, and you know, we had him again. We had him high, but he's a project. He's not, you know, ready to go. Yeah. So I don't think that uh, they gave up a first rounder next year too. I mean, like. I mean, I guess that's what the price is, but I don't know, man. I just, and, hey, and if the at and least we're not, at least, hey, we're, at least we're not fans of the Saints. Yeah, thank God. And you know what, man? If they aren't good this year, after you know a little bit of a Minnesota miracle hangover, that pick becomes good. You know what I mean? I think it could be a decent yeah, right. pick. I'm not sure. You know, they they run the ball well and everything, so I think they might be you know near the playoffs again. But if you're now you're in that position where you know if you make it to the playoffs, you don't win the Super Bowl. Don't you like? You know, now you've given away the, the easiest thing that can help you get over whatever hump mm. is blocking you from getting further down the line in the playoffs, which is a first round yeah. pick. It doesn't matter where you pick in the first round. I mean, first round right. pick is a first round pick, especially based on needs. Now we saw in this draft that best player didn't necessarily matter, right? It was teams went need mm. first, and then they went like feel second, and then like you know conventional wisdom rankings third. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like giving yeah, that asset definitely. away is a lot. Um, let's go up to biggest surprise. Which we, you, yeah, so we just did trade. So, biggest surprise yeah. to me was the Seahawks. First of all, how, how poorly they drafted, even though I don't have them as the worst draft. Um, the... Pick of the first round pick of Rashad Penny, who no, I'd never heard of. I guess he's fifth or sixth ranked at running backs, but he was taken before the third, fourth, fifth guys. Yeah, who are all just they're just better, right? Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't understand the Seahawks pick. I have the Seahawks as worst draft, so mm. I don't understand their choice of Rashad of uh, Penny when they need an O line. Yeah. I said, yeah, I said in the draft, uh, our last podcast about the uh, first round mock, why Saquon shouldn't go to the Jets because he's just going to put seven in the box and beat the hell out of him. Yeah. Same thing. There's no O-line there. And also they need D-back help. I mean, they try to take some D-backs later on, but there were so many other needs that they could have addressed and they yeah. took Rashad Penny. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. And I, I like, um, I, I know that. I know they have backs on the roster too, right? So they have uh, 
They still have ProSize? Not good, not good ones. Or do they trade him? But I don't know. I know they're precise. Uh, Eddie Lacy might still be on the roster. Um, I mean, hold with Eddie Lacy. Uh, relax. Um, <laughs> he's not. He's not the best. They're not good. So I, it doesn't look good for uh, Seattle right now. Yeah, lost Richard Sherman. I think. I think they also lost Cam Chancellor. That's true. So they have. They need D back help. They mm-hmm. no longer have Bennett. They have no O line to speak of. It's basically just the Russell Wilson show up there in Seattle, yeah. and now uh, and now the Griffin brothers. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's what made the least sense to me is that they're such a defensively identified team, um, and I, I, they, like like you said, they lost the biggest things they lost were on defense. So you would think that they would address that first, you know. But no, and but also and also Rashad Penny, I feel like he probably would have been available in like the third round. Or the fourth, yeah. I mean, or the, maybe even the fourth. Or the, the the Seahawks had four picks in the fifth. You could have packaged those up with something to move up if you really, really, really wanted to get Rashad fucking Penny, which no one wanted to get. But if you could have done something with that and moved up a little bit, at least not not only just to get a running back, but maybe to get something yeah. in another area of need instead of they just drafted four fifth-round guys. So, like, yeah. I just and feel you like... you know what we're talking about. We're professionals. We are so, but there must have been. Maybe, I don't know. So this, I don't know is, if this is just gold. I don't know if there's something that they know that we don't. I mean, I do know that there's something they know that we don't. But, um, but yeah, yeah I just feel like early next year. Yeah, I mean, do you think that's? You think they're just going to try to head down before they come back up? Who knows? I, I have no idea. I don't. I just, like. I don't like they. They're trying. They're doing what they can. We talked about but, uh, we yeah, talked running about this. Back was, running back was not a need for them. Well, it's okay. It's not a glaring need. I mean, yes, they do need running back. They do need some offensive production outside of Russell Wilson. But yeah. I just feel like they could have needed. Uh, they could have used something else there. Yeah, I agree. And they're not super excellent at receiver either. Although, yeah, no, they're not at all. So, um, um, we talked about this with. Um, I talked about something similar to this with Brian, or not with Brian, with um, Ian on Thursday, and it's that uh, we were talking about the Spurs and how we didn't think that Popovich is the type to want to oversee, like, a rebuild. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think that, and you saying that, like, you know, they're playing for a higher pick next year, I don't think that Carroll is the type of coach that wants to do a, a rebuild either. Do you know what I mean? No, I'm sure Pete Carroll's sitting there chewing his gum being like, no, nah, we got the best guys in the house. We'll be good. Championship. Yeah, but it's, just, but it's just not – that's not the case. You know what I mean? And they had a, they had a really, really mm-hmm. poor draft. So, I don't know. It's tough, too, with all but these teams. Did. Like, guys are losing all this talent, and then it's like people don't want to play there. So now it's like you got to use the draft to your best of your ability if you're not going to be able to attract decent free agents. And it doesn't seem like they're able to do so. We'll find out, I guess. Yeah. What's your uh, surprise? Well, my biggest surprise was probably everyone's biggest surprise was Baker going number one. Yeah. Yeah. But outside of that obvious choice, uh, I had Rosen <laughs> going to 10. Uh, yeah. Rosen going to 10 being a very big surprise. And then at the same time, kind of having it be like a, eh, I mean, yeah, it's a surprise, but it's kind of a dickhead. Well, like I said, you know, they, yeah, he is. Um, 
all this need-based stuff is what pushed him down. I thought that was what's going to happen to Josh Allen, um, who is yeah. clearly the worst of the four quarterbacks, but still somehow went three picks, four rows, and that's fairly surprising. But the Bills are the Bills, and that's what the Bills do. Um, I, I like that kid. I appreciate the surprise of Baker. And, I mean, it was... It's not as it's not as surprising as Rosen. You're right. It's just not because everyone had Rosen, yeah. you know, yeah. tossing tossing around that group, Browns, Giants, Jets, maybe, and Browns again. Oh yeah, I mean, so, I, we had Rosen going well before ten, but hey, I'm going, that's I'm why going I for draft, and that's why that's why it's exciting. Yeah. All right, let's get into some of the um, the meteor ones. We got best pick here. I'll let you uh, take it off first. Uh, so I have a few choices for Do best it. pick. Do it up. Uh, so Sam, I got Sam Donald going to the Jets. He's an excellent choice for them. He's going to do a great job sitting back there from yep. uh, to learn how to be professional from McCown uh, and Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Both have dealt with a lot of shit through their careers, so he's going to learn how to be professional. He's also young. He's only I mean he was only a junior coming out early, but uh, he's. He has all the physical talents that you need to be a starting quarterback. Like he he has the size you need. Uh, he trusts his pocket, and he looks off safety, trusts his arm, all all the good things. But the only thing is, is that he has some just his turnover total. He didn't have a whole lot of ball security when he was playing at USC, and just uh, they, they, he's just young. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's just young. Yeah. So uh, he, the fact that he's sitting behind McCown uh, for a while on that team is probably the best scenario for him to be in because McCown's been around since forever. Yeah. So if there's anyone that understands the NFL better than than McCown, probably Brady. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. I like that. What, uh, and, uh, what else you got? What other guys do I got? Yeah. Uh, Colton Miller. Uh, we talked about him earlier. We I did for a hot second, great yeah. Choice. Yep, I picked a no tackle as maybe one of the best choices of the draft All for right. the Raiders. And this kid, he's a big dude. He's six foot nine, three oh nine. Uh, he's a great that pass rusher. Jesus he'll, uh, Christ. Pass rusher. Yeah, Pat, he's a great pass blocker. He'll go after the go after the dude and really start to move, make some holes. Not the best pass uh, pass blocker, but that's exactly where. Can't talk. Yeah. Uh, going into last season, the Raiders were rated at one of the best O-lines uh, in the NFL. And now they just got a top-level offensive tackle to go with it. I think they lost an offensive tackle in the offseason from injury or just contract stuff. But now they have a first-round offensive tackle. Go get them. So that's going to be huge for them. All right. But uh, what I have my winner is probably Darwin's. I think he was the best pick of this first draft. Of this first round, okay. Kid runs a kid runs a four four. He's a safety. Runs a four four. He's six two two fifteen, and he just has an attitude about him. Like every single draft scouting report has him saying that he's going. He's like the dude in a locker room. He's absolute alpha. He studies. He comes up to handle film sessions. He's extremely versatile. He can go get the ball. He's ex- really good uh, run. Yeah, he could really defend the run well. Coverage could use a little bit of work, but I mean, he's a rookie. They all could use some work somewhere. Yeah, uh, and they really have a hole at safety. I mean, you could argue they have some needs at other positions, 
but they lost Weddle a couple years ago. Trey Boston's wide receiver now, so they need someone back there, and he's back there to play center field for him. So uh, Derwin James, for me, is probably the best pick of the draft for the first round. All right. Um, you know that the uh, Chicago Bears mm-hmm. were last in tackles last year. And while their defense, you, now you know, and while their defense wasn't terrible, but they're just obviously not getting to the ball, right? So, um, right. they forced a decent amount of fumbles, only two defensive touchdowns, or three defensive touchdowns. Um, and that's why I think that they're lucky to have gotten Roquan Smith at eight, because he is an absolute defensive game changer. And if you have, you have the, SEC Defensive Player of the Year award on your shelf. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a beast. And yeah. I think that he is a, a legit game changer for them. Um, to, the, to the point where, like, we're, ta- we're talking about maybe him saving a couple wins for this for this defense. Do you know what I mean? Damn. Turning, yeah, turning, a, he, turning seven, I'm, turning I'm seven yards really into four him. yards. Do you know what I mean? Like seven-yard gain into a four-yard gain. Turning a two-yard gain into a, a loss. You know, little plays like that that happen a lot over the course of a game. Um, but that obviously the Bears weren't making those plays last year. So I think no, that I, I think that he's uh, – Yeah, I agree. Um, and I think that he's going to be a huge difference maker. Some people are already calling yeah, him defensive defensive rookie of the year. Um, you know, I, I, it's, I think it's entirely possible. I think I may have said that also on the last podcast. Um, yeah. And the Bears yeah, also you did, yeah. You said Pro Bowl caliber. I did. Um and I think the Bears also didn't have too bad of a draft either, so I think they're gonna get a little bit better everywhere. But I think that you, oh, know, yeah. you have the lowest number they of tackles. I mean, yeah, definitely. So um oh, and he's in there with have, a couple uh, other pretty in the last draft. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm saying there he's in there with a couple other studs. He's in there with Trevathan, um and uh the other dude, Floyd. So you know that mm. that's just gonna be a stout core of guys right there, and they have they have probably a little bit more to improve on, but I think this is a good start. No, I agree. They uh, they drafted Trubisky last year to lead that offense, and right. they tricked up this kid to be to be their uh, defensive quarterback, just to, for lack of a better term. But uh, yeah, so they're they're getting the pieces together that they need. The Bears will be fun the next few years. Yeah. All right, let's give out the the, the big hardware. Let's go with uh, let's go with worst draft, and I'm gonna leave this one. Oh. I'm gonna leave this one to you. There's a lot of candidates in here, so there is. I'm I'm taking I'm giving Seattle the worst draft. It's not a good draft when your best players is from the fifth round and has one hand. <laughs> no, That's not a good draft if your best player has five fingers and you pick them in the fifth round. You pick them in the round is same number he has fingers. It's not – it's – it's. I mean, they, we already talked about Brashad Penny. They traded away their second-round pick for what is essentially a one-year rental. And it's just uh, – yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to – It's pretty empty up there. I'm probably going to have to edit all the parts where you talked about a, 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 a crippled a crippled, a handicapped individual. But um, it's, it's, I – I actually, I, I mean, I like the pick for the sentimental reasons, um, but I think that the worst. First of all, all right. Before I say worst, 
and we could just jam this in here now because I think that you may feel the same way that I feel about your team as I do about my team's draft. But I did not understand the Eagles' draft. They did not have they, they didn't have a ton of picks in the draft to begin with. They didn't have a lot of early round picks. Why would you trade your round one pick? And like they get they got their tight end. That's fine. There was plenty of tight end talent in and around the third round because that's where tight ends usually go. So to drop mm-hmm. to drop into just get a first round guy, keep your third round pick. Why drop into two for no reason? I mean, I I just didn't get it. What did they take it. with that? What did they take with that pick? They got Goddard, uh, or Goddard, I guess his last name is, the, the tight end. Oh. And I think they picked him at like 37th or something like that. Um, but I just, I just felt like, um, let me look that up to be sure, but I felt I felt like they like misappropriated what they had for what they need. And I mean, they, also, I mean, they don't, don't need, they don't need much. They, need? They, got, they got him yeah, at 49th. They could just take the best player in the draft without, like at their particular pick. So, I mean, so if they traded to get another pick next year, cool. Yeah, but uh, was... I, but, they, were was kind of a, they were kind of tough to gauge. But was Goddard the best pick in the draft there? I mean, Geis goes 10 picks later. But did you need Geis? Um, I mean, we resigned Darren Sproles, but his... Yeah, yeah, we have J.J., but we, lo- we have J.J. and Corey Clement, basically. We lost Blunt... We re-signed uh, Sproles, but he's coming off of two like really crazy simultaneous injuries. So if you're saying, going by what you said, you can take the best player there, is Geis not the best player available at that point in the draft? Well. Just say yes. Just say I'm right. I'm right. It's okay. Well, you're not. I am. They're set at running back, though. They're not, brother. I'm telling you, they're not. These none of the guys okay. that we had in running back last year were every down backs. I like a Jay. He's not an every down back, and he wasn't last year. Okay, you know we'll, like, we'll agree we had him. In, we had him in committee. We had basically a rotation well, of four running backs blunt. last year. They're kind of doing like the huh? Well, you had Blunt. Blunt is a t- is a Detroit. Blunt is a Detroit Lion now. Oh right, yeah, he's gone. Right. So now who's, it's going to be a Jay for the entire. That's where they're putting their marbles. I just I just feel like I liked the committee thing last year. It worked out. You had three very good running backs. You lost one, replaced the one. And if you're able to take the best player available in the draft right there, I think that then becomes your most glaring need. And I, that personally, and I think that um, that's where they should have gone. Or they uh, should have gone. Or they should have gone uh, somewhere on defense. Because they almost lost the Super Bowl yeah. by allowing one bajillion points. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but my actual worst draft is the Rams. But I mean, I think that they they had late picks. They traded out of their first round pick. Um, I think that, but the the thing that was most ridiculous is that they needed so they needed linebacker help. A number one, and they had a third, a fourth, and a fifth, and then. Their O-line's not bad. Their O-line's like a top-ten line last year. They're getting a little older, but their biggest need was clearly a yeah. linebacker. And they drafted an O-lineman. Like, I think they did a tackle and a center, third and fourth. And they didn't pick a, a linebacker until the fifth round. I didn't understand it. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I know what you're saying. Who do you got? I'm just, uh, for my, wait, wait, for what? You kind of did two things in one right there. 
No, it's worst draft. I said one team had a pretty terrible. I didn't oh, understand. Worst draft. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talking about the Eagles. So I All right, so wait. So let's. Why don't we do worst draft? But you can start. You can talk about. Do you, I'm pretty sure you feel the same way already, that I, about the, the Patriots as I feel about the Eagles. I already did the. I already did the worst draft. I did. I picked Seattle. Oh yeah, you said. What did? You, how did you feel about the Patriots draft? Typical frustrating they Patriots. The most, they're the most <laughs> frustrating team to watch draft. You're like, okay, they're picking in three. Never mind. They traded back ten spots. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Then you yeah. sit there for about a half hour, 45 minutes. Okay, they're going to – nope, never mind. They traded back again. They traded <laughs> their third-round pick for, like, a fifth round next year and a bundle of hay. You're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I forget which pick it was. All of a sudden they have 11, then all of a sudden they have 11 picks next year. You're like, where the – where did that why does, come from? Why does it even matter? They're just going to trade them all anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, pretty much. The I one said thing that, that did get me uh, – What? I said that uh, in the chat that we have, the not-that-great official Facebook group, uh, Brian said something, Brian Goodwin said something like, oh, uh, blah, blah, they're picking, <laughs> the Patriots are picking at one whatever. And I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> no, that and, then, and then, and then oh, mean. yeah, five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, at 198. No, <laughs> yep, five minutes later, oh, sorry, they traded 198. <laughs> yep, to 210, and then 210 yeah. they traded. <laughs> you know what, another, by the way, but, uh, just to jam this in here real quick. Another ended sub- up drafting nine people. Yeah. They ended up drafting nine people. What could actually go as one of the biggest surprises, a little bit more of a ironic than anything, is they actually used both of their first round picks. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Um, is that I was that was the most surprising thing to me that they actually made first all their picks or made the first the first two picks. Yeah. Because when I was talking about it earlier, I was like, yeah, I, I think that the biggest surprise would be if they actually made both selections. And they wait. Didn't they trade right. one down a little bit or something like that? No. No. Okay. No, they picked twenty. They picked twenty-three and thirty-one. Right. All right. Yeah. I was. I was shocked. I figured they might bundle trade up. Maybe bundle trade down like they always do. Yeah. But um. Yeah. The, the and, thing uh, that would have been as crazy as they drove me. I enjoyed their draft. I did. I think Sonny Michelle is going to be extremely interesting. I was Kids so five eleven two fifteen. He was the. <laughs> he what? I was so bummed because I'm when watching the draft. And I'm like, oh, the Eagles, Michelle's there for the Eagles. Oh, crap. And then they traded away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Pats took them and they traded, and, uh, and the Eagles traded away. Yeah, that's probably what they wanted. But, uh, yeah, yeah he's, not a, he's not a hero runner. He picks up the blitz well. He runs with authority. He's not a great uh, pass catcher. But right. he's, go, he's 5'11", 215. He's going to be fun to watch. And the Patriots draft for about where they see value. They, they took a running back in the first round. That's that should speak a high volume of what they yeah. had of this kid. A yeah. running back. Yep. Bill Belichick does not dra- draft running backs. He doesn't. He'll take the water boy from like, <laughs> the Cowboys and turn him into a pro bowler. Like, yeah. It's just how it works. And they took this kid in the first round. Their second pick in the first round. They yeah. stayed in the first round to take this kid. So that yeah. makes me excited. I yeah. liked uh Oh god, the wide receiver they took in the sixth round. Um, he's like five foot eight. He's speedy. Oh, the Amendola replacement. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, what's his name? Begins with a B. I forget, but uh, is it uh, Berrios? Berrios. Yes, that kid. He's not afraid to go over the middle. I think Brian also sent his scouting report in the chat. Yeah. Uh, he's not afraid to go over the middle. He's uh, he will go up and get a ball. He will high point the ball as he can, but the thing about him is just that his high point isn't very high. Not very high. He's, he's like 5'8". 
Yeah. He, he's 5'8", 186, so he can get the shit beaten out of him. Yeah. But he, he's he's going to be like a little jackhammer. Like, he'll go across the middle, and he's not afraid to get in someone's face about it. Mm-hmm. The only issue is if you have people like the size of like Nick Chubb. Yeah. Or not Nick Chubb, Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb, yeah. Ray, into his mouth. Ray, run you over. But, yeah. Nick Chubb's on the Browns, which I kind of like. I don't mind that pick either. I'm fine with them getting, but, the anyway. running, getting, at running, getting a running back at some point, but um, they still should have got Squam yeah. Barkley. Anyways. Um, but, uh, I'm kind I, of okay. I'm okay with how the Pats drafted. Okay. They got late for they got late round value like they always do, and then they went first round for a fucking running back, which excites me. Yeah. Yeah, I like Michelle. Um, then that's why I wanted him for my Eagles. Uh, took mm-hmm. over. Took over in that... Uh, was it the college? It was a semifinal, not the uh, final, but um, just had a yeah. hell of a game. And I, you know, ever since then, I'm like, eh, I don't know if he sticks around. And he, the projections start coming out. He slots in around the second or third, maybe fourth best running back. Knowing the Eagles pick 32, I'm like, eh, he might have to follow them. I know we lost Blunt. So, um, but didn't get him. And that's all right. All right. So, last one. I got about uh, 10 minutes left here. Last one. Best draft. And I will again defer. Uh, to you, sir. Who drafted the uh, best? I have some teams on my short list. I think the Ravens did a great job with taking Hayden Hurst and Lamar Jackson in the first round. I like that. They, I uh, like that haul, too. Yeah. they, uh, they have, Since Pitta had to retire because of a hip injury, Jackal right. loves his tight ends, so I think Hurst is a very yeah, good pickup. Uh, the Bears, we already said it, they took James Daniels. I think I think Daniels is an O-lineman. I actually forgot to write down this position. Uh-huh. Uh, and Roquan Smith. Browns, they had took Baker Mayfield and Denzel Ward, as we know. They took Chubb and an offensive tackle in the next couple in the next round, and then they took another cat tackle, Cor- uh, Corbett. Uh, I think that's good. They took him in the second round. Uh, Cor- they took Corbett, which they filled their need. They're get- they needed him. They filled him in. We'll see how they go. And uh, but I, for the winning of the draft, I actually have the Panthers. Believe it or not, winning the draft. All right. Yeah, they. I love the fact they took DJ Moore in Maryland, and Steve Smith gave him. He's like they haven't been able to replace me until right now. Until right now, style yeah. of play. He runs like a running back. He catches like a wideout. He's he's going to be fun to watch. They needed defensive back help. They haven't been the same since Norman left. They took Dante Jackson in the second. They took Rashawn Golden in the third, and Jermaine Carter Jr. in the fifth. It's and oh, and in the fourth round they took Ian Thomas from Indiana as a Guy, about, guy to play behind Greg Olson. So oh, well done. They uh, they filled their needs. They filled. They, they did a lot. I I like what they did. Okay. It's uh, well. Um, uh, you said Panthers, right? I'm gonna stay. Uh, I'm gonna stay NFC. And not that no one in the AFC did anything good. Um, but I really responded well to the like the. I don't think the word versatility is right. Let's just say the... Whatever. It's the... It's Washington. It's the Redskins. They addressed... Whether they needed it or not, they... I mean, they, the Washington... It was one of those... They were one of those need-everything teams. Like, and they kind of always are. But they... Geis, Payne... Um, they needed offensive line help. They needed defensive back help. They needed everything, and they addressed everything. Um, they got—I mean, here are their here are their draft positions in order, right? So, 
Defensive tackle, running back, offensive tackle, safety, defensive tackle, linebacker, cornerback, wide receiver. Yeah, they did. So they they were just like, you know what, let's just get the best available player at whatever position that we've decided to rank, you know, what we need best or what we need most. Deron Payne, certainly probably what they needed most first, interior defensive line. Um, Could have got Vea, but he was, you know, he got got by uh, Tampa Bay. But, and yeah, we had those guys. We had those guys kind of. Who also had a good draft. Yeah, they did. Um, even with the trade down. So, mm-hmm. um, and also, um, they got <laughs> they got a um, they got two fifty six. They got this guy Trey Quinn uh, from SMU. He's a wideout, but I he's Mister Irrelevant, and I don't like the NFL like celebrating the Mr. Relevant thing. They bring out a jersey and it's like a whole big deal. But like a lot of the time you see, you know, the thing these days is getting these value guys. Um and, you know, the Patriots have made science out of it. Um and you see, you know, these guys on Instagram and these guys wherever they're talking about, you know, their journey to the NFL, a lot of it is, you know, I worked hard, I came in undrafted, I did this, I did that, and like it's some those are inspiring stories. So it's kind of weird to see the NFL sort of like su- like support the kind of burying of that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I also get kind of like the, it's kind of like a running joke. Like instead of like having it be celebrated, it's kind of like, all right, well, here, getting picked last. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, a run, cause they know of all like the undrafted free agents and all the other ones. Cause right. you got drafted. You're good. I just, so, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of yes. like a, a running joke. I mean, he also gets like a free resort stay, I think, for something. Else. Oh, nice. He gets, right, so well, he gets he, something. He had a prize. Yeah, I mean, first, yo, you get to play in the NFL. <laughs> like, I just, I just think it should be taken hopefully, a little more seriously. Anyway, hopefully, yeah, hopefully in there. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I just think, anyway, back to the Redskins. They addressed nearly every phase. They addressed all their needs. And they got, first of all, they're lucky to get Geis in the second round. Um, but luckily, two teams in the first round, or three teams in the first round, oh no, two teams in the first round made potentially mistakes at running back, because um, I think the Geis was, after Barkley, I think he was the best running back. So luckily, um, two other teams didn't think so, and that would be the aforementioned um, Seahawks and the Pats, who took Michelle instead. But right. I think that, so they basically got two first rounders um, with a first and a second round, so... I don't. I don't know how quickly that translates to them because they needed so much. I don't know how truly, quickly that translates to them moving up in a crowded um, NFC East, including the Super Bowl champions, because the Eagles won the Super Bowl last year. But I don't know. I think I thought their draft was was really excellent. I thought it was wide ranging, and I thought it was. It's. Gonna, I think it's going to be impactful. Maybe not immediately, but at least you know over the next couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. The next biggest story of the NFL is going to be where's Dad's going to go. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I he's not. Like, I don't right, think he's going now, to, Where's Des Bryant going to go? I don't think he's going to go anywhere in the East, even though he may want to just to see those guys twice a year. But um, I don't know if I don't know what I don't know how like people feel about him. It seems like the the he obviously he thinks he's still a top flight receiver. Uh, the Cowboys didn't want to pay him, so you know, are they how good are they at as talent evaluators? How much do they know? what he has left or doesn't have left, but he's going to be looking for a top flight contract. And I think that's going to be the biggest, who's going to overpay for him. Because I think that, yeah, I think that with, I think someone may take a stab 
but he's not going to want to be like a system guy. He's not going to come to a team like the Patriots and like blend in. He wants to stand out. That's his thing. So he's going to need to go right. to a team that will pay him, but maybe not be as good. So I don't know what uh, I don't know what um, what teams fit that bill, but um, we'll see. I guess. Yeah, we'll see. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. All right, but anything else you got? What else you got? Anything else you want to talk about? Any other free agents? Off the top of my head, no, not not at the moment. No, me neither. I don't think so either. Oh, yeah. Kinda, oh, man. Now we're at that like, now we have to go watch uh have to go watch baseball. Uh actually, hey, in thirty seconds or less, who you got tonight? Sixers and uh, Celtics game one. Celtics. Yeah, I figured. I got Celtics, the Celtics. Like I was Yeah, fair enough. That's I I I lo- one day we'll do a podcast about the worst game we've ever seen, uh, and that was the Celtics game. <laughs> I forget what game it was last year, game six or something like that, um, or game five. But um, I like the bundle. Celtics. I like the Celtics tonight. I don't like them in the series, and I'm not pulling that out as a as a Philly fan because I'm not a Sixers fan. But I just don't think they can win this series without Kyrie. I'm surprised they won last series without Kyrie. Yeah, yeah. I give against a very game Bucks team, so but that that's inexperience on their part, you know. What I mean, on the on the Bucks part, and that's why they didn't do a little bit. That's why they didn't win one more game. Yeah, right. All right, Tommy Brogan, uh, pleasure, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I'll talk to you later, buddy. All right, bye bye. They tell us we're not gonna make it It's getting so hard just to make grand If we don't know what to say We gon' make it up But all you wanna know